Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Pastor Farrell Shepherd of the Island Ford Baptist Church in Madisonville, Kentucky. And I'd like to welcome you to another Sending Forth the Light radio broadcast. This broadcast is for Monday, January 23rd. And that means today is Brother Troy Rickard's birthday. We hope Brother Troy has a happy birthday and is blessed of the Lord. Amen. Trust you're being blessed as well. I want to thank the Lord for a good weekend, good services here at the Island Ford Baptist Church Sunday morning. We didn't have Sunday night service, but we had good Sunday school and singing and preaching on our morning service here this past Lord's Day. And we had the Aaron Carrico family with us singing. They did a tremendous job. And then Joshua Shepherd, our oldest son, preaching, and he did a great job as well. And we thank the Lord and appreciate the goodness of God. We also just finished up our radio marathon last week, and we did fall short of our goal, just about $11,000 short, a little over $11,000 short of what we were hoping for. And uh, that's, that's quite a blow, just to be honest with you. We started off in the hole, and we ended up uh, just barely out of the hole. And so we need your prayers, and I do ask you to lift up the the calls of the radio stations. By the way, we got uh, the KD station, WLHE, got on the air on Wednesday, and we did hear from them already with some support, so we appreciate that. And so I'd like for you to pray with us. I've got a song chosen about prayer, and then I'm preaching these next three days on Do You Believe in Miracles? And we need a miracle, friend. We need one. But here's a song by the Roten and Arnold family about prayer. And so I hope it'll be a blessing to you and then the message from the Word of God. All right, as we look back in the Scripture, we're looking today at John chapter number 2 and verses 1 through 11. The Gospel of John chapter number 2 and the first 11 verses. I'm going to take my text from verse number 11 primarily, and I'm preaching these three days on Do You Believe in Miracles? Now, today's sermon will really just be an introduction, and then we'll pick back up on this on tomorrow's broadcast as well. So I hope you'll stay tuned and enjoy the message as it was preached live from the pulpit of the Island Ford Baptist Church in Madisonville, Kentucky. John chapter number 2. I'm just going to do a little bit of a Bible study tonight, and I'll not be long, I don't think. But just do a, just a little Wednesday night Bible study. I'm going to do a study on miracles. This is my title, Do You Believe in Miracles? If you're saved, you do, because you've experienced one. John chapter number 2, verse number 1. And in the third day, or and the third day, there was a marriage in Cana of Galilee, and the mother of Jesus was there. And both Jesus was called and his disciples to the marriage. And when they wanted wine, that doesn't mean they desired it, it meant they ran out of, they lacked wine. The mother of Jesus saith unto him, they have no wine. Jesus saith unto her, woman, what have I to do with thee? Mine hour is not yet come. His mother saith unto the servants, whatsoever he saith unto you, do it. And there were set there six water pots of stone, after the manner of the purifying of the Jews, containing two or three firkins apiece. And Jesus saith unto them, Fill the water pots with water. And they filled them up to the brim. 
And he saith unto them, Draw out now, and bear unto the governor of the feast. And they bear it. And when the ruler of the feast had tasted the water that was made wine, and knew not whence it was, but the servants which drew the water knew, the governor of the feast called the bridegroom and saith unto him, Every man at the beginning doth set forth good wine. And when men have well drunk, then that which is worse. But thou hast kept the good wine until now. This beginning of miracles did Jesus in Cana of Galilee and manifested forth his glory. And his disciples believed on him. Verse 11 is my proof text, my text for the message tonight. This beginning of miracles did Jesus in Cana of Galilee and manifested forth his glory and his disciples believed on him. This beginning of miracles did Jesus. This is the first miracle according to the scripture. I know that I've been told that in the movie The Passion of Christ that they have him performing a miracle as a child. I've heard of stories of people written books about Jesus supposedly performing miracles at different times that are not scriptural, I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll just believe the Bible. This says this was the beginning of miracles. This is where he began uh, showing forth his glory. Amen. And by the way, that's what the word miracle deals with, a sign, a signification, uh, a standard, holding up a standard, showing forth, and he's showing forth his glory by performing this miracle here. And this is Strong's number 4592 is the word translated miracles in this particular case. Uh, what I'm going to do, I plan on taking you through the New Testament. And I plan on looking at every time the word miracle or miracles is used in the New Testament. Now I could take you to the Old Testament and show you all the times that the word miracle or miracles is used in the Old Testament. Most of us, we think of the miracles, for example, going through the Red Sea on dry ground. We think about all the miracles in Egypt and the plagues and, and all the things that was done in Egypt. And, and we think about just on and on and on about the miracles that were done in the Old Testament. And if we're not careful, we'll think, well, that's how God worked back then. He don't do that anymore. Can I tell you that the word miracles only found one time in the Old Testament? Only one time. It's in, in Exodus chapter number 7 when God's talking to Moses at the burning bush and God tells Moses to go down there to Pharaoh and he says in verse number 9 of Exodus chapter 7, God said, when Pharaoh shall speak unto you saying, show a miracle for you, then thou shalt say unto Aaron, take thy rod and cast it before Pharaoh and it shall become a serpent. You remember that was a miracle by the way. Amen. Another miracle is God told Moses when he threw that rod down and it became a serpent to take it up by its tail. That'd be a miracle to get me to take up a snake by its tail. Amen. But he doesn't use the word miracle in the Old Testament that much. It's actually only found that one time. And yet in the New Testament it's found nine times. Nine being the number of the fruit of the Spirit. And uh, I, I suspect there's some symbolism there. Uh, but it's found twice in the book of Mark, once in the book of Luke. Four times in the book of John. Interesting enough, never in the book of Matthew. Even though he's preaching to the Jews, Matthew's written primarily to the Jews. The word miracle in its singular form is not found in the book of Matthew, but it's found twice again in the book of Acts. So look with me there and we'll start in Mark chapter number 6. Mark chapter number 6. 
Mark chapter 6 and verse 52. For they considered not the miracle of the loaves, for their heart was hardened. You remember that miracle of the loaves where Jesus fed the multitude? Amen. Just a few loaves and fishes, the little lad's little lunch. Amen. That the Lord took and divided among all those people and they had a lot of leftovers. Amen. Uh, you remember that? Well, that, that was a miracle. But if you'll notice in verse number 52 that the word the miracle is in italics. It's not in the original. It's not in the original Greek of the New Testament. It's, a, it's added there so we'd understand what he's talking about. And so we don't even have a Strong's number for that. If you looked it up, it'd say number 999. But that's for words that are italicized words which let us know that that was added by the translators. Not that that's a mistake, but it's just simply saying that was so that we could understand. Look in Mark chapter number 9 and verse number 39. Mark chapter 9 and verse 39. This is where they saw one casting out devils, and they forbade him. Jesus said in verse 39, But Jesus said, Forbid him not, for there is no man which shall do a miracle in my name that can lightly speak evil of me. So he's talking about a miracle being performed there in Mark chapter 9 and verse 39. Turn to Luke chapter number 23. Luke chapter 23 and verse number 8. When I was studying this, here here was my thought. I thought it would do as good just to put our eyes on all the times in the New Testament. That our Lord did miracles. And I want to remind you, He's still the same Lord. Amen. Amen. He's still the same Lord. And I guess I would have to ask us again, do you believe in miracles? Luke chapter number 23 and verse number 8. And when Herod saw Jesus, he was exceeding glad for he was desirous to see him of a long season because he had heard many things of him and he hoped to have seen some miracle done by him. Now, Herod was not a Christian. Herod was not a believer. Herod was not a godly man. Herod was a very wicked man. And yet Herod believed Jesus might do a miracle for him. Amen. I want to tell you, it'd be a shame for Christians to have less faith than a man like Herod had. Amen. For Christians to have less expectation of their Savior as Herod had for a man that he wasn't sure who he was or what was going on, but he hoped to see a miracle. Now, look over in John chapter number 4. John chapter number 4 and verse number 54. John chapter 4 verse 54. Again, the phrase, a miracle. This is again the second miracle that Jesus did when He was come out of Judea unto Galilee. And if you remember, this nobleman had come and said, My son's dying. Jesus told him that He could go and heal him. And Jesus told him to go back home. He'd be healed. When He went back home, He found He was healed at that very hour. In verse number, uh, matter of fact, verse number 51, And as He was going down, His servants met Him and told Him, saying, Thy son liveth. And then inquired he of them the hour that he began to amend. And they said to him, Yesterday at the seventh hour the fever left him. So the father knew that it was at the same hour in the which Jesus said unto him, Thy son liveth and himself believed and his whole house. This is again the second miracle. Now the first miracle was turning water to wine. The second miracle was healing a man's son that was about to die. My point just simply is that Jesus still works miracles. You got... 
a situation, you know, wine represents joy. You got a situation where you need a little joy. Jesus can do a miracle. You got a son in need of some real need of some help. Jesus can still work a miracle. Amen. John chapter number six and verse number 14. This is after Jesus had fed the 5,000 and they've gathered up the fragments that remain. I like that. Amen. Verse number 14. Then those men, when they had seen the miracle that Jesus did, said, This is of a truth, that prophet that should come into the world. Amen. These people believed on Jesus because of the miracle. They believed that He was the prophet that would come into the world. John chapter number 10 and verse number 41. Just saying Jesus did miracles, does miracles in the New Testament. I, I know we're not living in the Gospels, but we're still living in the New Testament. New, it'll be, amen, it'll be New Testament age until Jesus comes. And it, matter of fact, it'll be New Testament age until the kingdom age. Amen. And I'm looking forward to that. But right now, I'm just simply saying, I believe Jesus can still and does still do miracles. John chapter 10, verse number 41. And many resorted unto him and said, John did no miracle, but all things that John spake of this man were true. John chapter number 12 and verse number 18. Just looking at every place where it mentioned a miracle. John chapter 12, verse 18. For this cause the people also met him, for that they heard that he had done this miracle. Amen. That's calling Lazarus out of the grave is what that's talking about. Amen. And they had heard that Jesus had done this miracle. So I show you that two times in the book of Mark, the word miracles used once in the book of Luke, four times in the book of John, now two more in the book of Acts. Look at Acts chapter number 4. Acts chapter number 4 and verse number 16. This is when they saw Peter and John, they realized they were ignorant and unlearned men. Amen. They took knowledge that they'd been with Jesus. Verse number 16, saying, What shall we do to these men? For that indeed a notable miracle hath been done by them is manifest to all them that dwell in Jerusalem, and we cannot deny it. Amen. Look at verse number 22. For the man was above 40 years old on whom this miracle of healing was showed. You remember that Peter and John were going up in the temple and and this man was there and they reached out and helped him with silver and gold have a nun such as I have given thee. This man had had a miracle performed on him. He was above 40 years of age. In other words, they couldn't deny the fact that God did a miracle on this man. Now here's where I'll apply that does, and we're gonna, we're gonna look at the second bunches of scriptures, the word miracles, plural. Jesus still works miracles. He's still interested in performing a miracle at the house of God. That man was at the gate that's going to the house at the time of prayer. I believe it was the temple. He's going to the temple at the, at the time of prayer. And that man was lame and they healed him. Amen. I'm glad God can still meet in the meeting time when we, it's not a, it's not a extraordinary, just prayer meeting time. Amen. God can still meet in our midst and do a miracle in somebody's life that when they leave, others look at them and say, they've been with Jesus. Jesus did a miracle on that man. That man's changed from what he used to be. Amen. He still works miracles. Now, not only is the word miracle found in the New Testament more than in the Old Testament, but the plural form. The word miracle is only found one time in the Old Testament. The word miracles, plural, is only found four times in the Old Testament. Numbers 14, 22, 
Deuteronomy 11.3, Deuteronomy 29.3. And almost all of those are talking about their deliverance from Egypt, the miracles that were performed. But Judges chapter number 6 and verse 13 is the most prominent in the Old Testament. I, I wrote this one down. Uh, the, you remember Gideon? And Gideon said unto him, Oh, my Lord, if the Lord be with us, why then is all this befallen us? And where be all his miracles? Remember that? Where be all his miracles which our fathers told us of, saying, Did not the Lord bring us up from Egypt? But now the Lord hath forsaken us and delivered us into the hand of the Moabite or the Midianites. Here's the situation. Gideon felt like that since there wasn't a lot of miracles taking place, matter of fact, no miracles taking place, that God had forsaken them. Amen. But the word miracle, miracles, plural, only found four times in the Old Testament. Guess how many times it's found in the New Testament? Twenty-three times. Almost two dozen times the plural form of the word miracles is found. It's found nine times in the book of John. By the way, miracles, plural, never found in the book of Matthew. Word miracle or miracles, never in the book of Matthew. Miracles, plural, never in the book of Mark. Never in the book of Luke. That's interesting, isn't it? Because we tend to think all the miracles was done when Christ was on the earth. When He was healing people and all that. And He did do many miracles and many wonders. And by the way, those words are used. Signs and wonders and, and, and you know, powerful things that our Lord did. But the word miracle or miracles is not found in those gospels for those occasions. That's interesting to me. But in the book of, of John, where Jesus is really represented, amen, you see miracle after miracle after miracle, four times the word miracle, and then miracles nine times just in the book of John. First of all is the one I read to you first, John chapter number 2 and verse number 11. If you want to turn back there, we'll catch it. John chapter 2 and verse number 11. This beginning of miracles did Jesus in Cana of Galilee and manifested forth His glory and His disciples believed on Him. Amen. Look at chapter 2, verse 23. Now, when He was in Jerusalem at the Passover in the feast day, many believed in His name when they saw the miracles which He did. So the miracles, again, are being very much Prominent in John. John chapter 3 verse 2. The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God, for no man can do these miracles that thou doest except God be with him. Nicodemus recognized that the miracles proved that Jesus was the Son of God. Amen. Look in John chapter 6 and verse number 2. John chapter 6. Verse number 2, And a great multitude followed him because they saw his miracles which he did on them that were diseased. Amen. So they believed, they followed him because of those miracles. Look at verse number 26, still in chapter 6, verse 26. Jesus answered them and said, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Ye seek me, not because ye saw the miracles, but because ye did eat of the loaves, and were filled. Some people are more interested in physical food than they are in the miraculous works of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. You can give out hot dogs and people will come for that quicker than they will for the preaching of the gospel because they're looking after that physical food rather than 
what their soul needs. Look at John chapter number 7 and verse number 31. Talking about the word miracles. John chapter 7, verse 31. And many of the people believed on Him and said, When Christ cometh, will He do more miracles than these which this man hath done? That's interesting. Look at that verse real carefully. And many of the people believed on Him. What did they believe about Him? They didn't believe that He was the Christ. When we say somebody believes, I'm a believer, we mean I believe Jesus is the Christ. But these people didn't because they believed on Him and yet they said, when Christ does come, is He going to do more miracles than this fellow did? Then this fellow must not be the Christ that they think is fixing to come. But what they should have saw was that Jesus was proven his Messiahship, proven his Christhood, if you could use that word that way. He was proven that fact by the miracles. By the way, that was to the Jews, amen, that seek after a sign. And that's all the time we have for today's broadcast. So we're going to have to break in the message right there. But Lord willing, we'll be back tomorrow and continue this message. Hope you'll tune in this same time every Monday through Friday for another Sending Forth the Light radio broadcast. Until then, this is Pastor Farrell Shepherd saying good day and God bless you.